episode 56 of the sleight of hand podcast and boy oh boy do we like to split the party how's everyone doing today good good pretty good yeah um finally cooling down a little bit here in chico mm-hmm. don't lie I said a little bit. Two degrees. It's still over 100. <laughs> That's just because the sun can't get through the smoke, so. Well, smoke's clearing up a little Earth bit. is just blazing it right now. He didn't start the fire. <laughs> Ryan started the fire. Who's right? Office. The fire guy. Aren't you? Uh, uh, the fire guy. I like to send him that gif every couple weeks. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> You're that guy. <clears throat> How are you doing, Ian? Oh, are you going through a midlife crisis? You shaved off the facial hair. You shaved off your head. Shave no head, no, no head. at all. He's actually just Headless speaking horseman. out of his neck. <laughs> what else have you shaved? <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. kinkles. Yeah, a lot. Uh, <laughs> a lot of stuff is going on. Um, Toes. This is our. Uh, these last couple of episodes are our last episodes in Derek's living room, and it's kind of bittersweet, but. On air, thank you for allowing us to use your living room to play and record. I forgot to beat my cat. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a bad cat owner. <laughs> he's well, an average cat owner. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, I think my cat's going to think you guys the most because she hates all of y'all. That's true. We love her, but she doesn't love us. Oh, no, I have a great relationship with Momo. What are you talking about? I like go high and she runs. <laughs> yeah. Great relationship. 30 foot stare. It's like all She'll my crushes back in high school. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, just in case y'all didn't know, we're going to now be having our very own, I want to call a studio, but a yes. uh, recording studio. <laughs> yeah. I want to call it, but it's kind of what it is. So. It is. That's the name of it. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, which, I mean, thanks to you, Patreon folks. Uh, we were able to do that. Um, so if you like what you hear, make sure to go to uh, patreon.com backslash Chris. Hit me with that. SOH Network. Boom. Boom. There it is, baby. Wow. Even if it's just a buck. I mean, come on. What's a dollar every month going to do? I mean, really. That's that's something you find in your couch and your in your pants pocket. You're like, ooh, I can get soda. The quarters Quit in that, that soda. one. Soda's uh, bad for you. Yeah, I like being in like, the car. And if you can't find it because of the coin shortage, you know, we take debit and credit. Yeah, that's fun too. Yeah. But, I mean, or if you don't have any money, totally understand. Real life problems right I ran into. But <laughs> you, as long as you just, hey, if you could just like and share on any social media, in person, tell your grandma, listen, she probably has an iPhone that she doesn't know how to use. You can just use her phone, go to iTunes or, or what is it? Spotify. Spotify follow just download anything like or don't download but just like make sure to just have us subscribed on there she doesn't need to listen to us you don't need to listen to it just play it in the background where you go to the grocery store and have your dog hear something that's all we need yeah we all did it to our parents I don't think it's cruelty if you leave the radio on no wow okay I mean if Zeddy <laughs> talking probably but I will say shout out to my <laughs> wow. wow wow really oh my gosh I feel shout, called out. Shout out to... Oh, I was just going to joke, because yeah, my grandma's been trying to listen. Boom. There you go, grandma. <laughs> no, so you appreciate Chris's it. grandma's going to do it. All grandma's going to do that. We're grandma friends. I will say, though, I always love when people go like, old people can't figure out technology. I'm like, I've been FaceTiming with my grandma for years. Okay, boomer. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Wait, who's the boomer here? All you got to do is just tell them to press the big green answer button, and that's good enough. There you go. Works about 70% of the time. Magical technology. But, Big thank you to all of our listeners out there and Patreon supporters. Even a bigger thank you. Um, hopefully we get some brand new equipment to make our voices sound more smoother and, you know, tickle your eardrums. And another exciting thing. We are back in the lab, so to speak, with March of the Fang. Oh, so yeah, we will yeah, be having episodes thing. coming out soon. We are recording again after COVID. And I personally i'm very excited because i don't have to dm i get to play and it's enjoyable i'm excited to listen to something i wasn't if, participating in if you want to hear ian in pure joy listen to that podcast so what ian's saying <laughs> or this pure yeah. terror or pure terror pretty spicy episodes mm-hmm. why is it spicy spicy like the burritos from but unsponsored anyway. tacos tonight <laughs> does anyone have anything to say Came yeah. here to play D and D and eat a burrito, and I finished my burrito. So there we go, D and D time. So we left off with Cal and Gargan prison, pretty normal yep. for them. 
and chained up. <laughs> Hold on, I just want to point out both of my characters what? are in chains both right now. Both of those two guys' characters have been arrested in some sort of way or like both, jailed yeah. up. Like, <laughs> but I just, feel like for just, once it wasn't our fault. It's just the player bleeding through. Because <laughs> I was put arrested? in jail because of my race this time. So what does that say about me? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're the Same. wrong race. <laughs> We might need to. <laughs> anyway, so DM, <laughs> why, why don't you recap? Yep. Yeah, recap. Cal and Garg are in a magical uh, cell. That if you try to cast or receive anything magical, you take radiant damage. A lot of radiant damage. Sixty-six radiant damage, I believe. Something like that. Yeah, I'll do it again big. too. We yeah. haven't tried strength checks, though. <laughs> and then we have uh, the other three. Johnny, Zediac, and Dutch are in a nice suite. Sweet. And <laughs> uh, Zediac opens up a magical box and <laughs> finds a warforge. Uh, yeah, like a tent. And with, uh, uh, inside Fisco. of a manor. Yeah. And then we have our third party. Yeah, Twilight, Sparrow, Estella, under a bed, in a room of a giant. And this episode starts with Adam and Cree. (laughs) (laughs) They're in a shadow realm. Yeah, Yeah. I'm in the dark. I'm in the darkness, looking for King Mickey. (laughs) So Zediac, what do you do? Cry. Um, Disney will come after us. So I poke my head in and I see a, basically like a, like a house. Yeah. You see, uh, the first thing you saw was a, uh, a war forge with a boiler cap mm-hmm. standing and he greets you kind of in confusion. But as far as what the living room looks like, it's a nice, like red patterned rug with a seating area in a lobby Tons of bookshelves with the, uh, you know, the rounded stairs going up Mm -hmm. uh, with the platform with four rooms on the top and then two kind of arced rooms on the bottom as well. Wow. Um, How do I close it up? Probably close the door. (laughs) I mean, I'll I'll close the tent flap. Shut the front door. And kind of stand back up and look at it. Uh, Johnny, Dutch. What you got there? Um, you guys, you guys want to come over here real quick? Dutch will open his uh door to to his room of the suite and already be like shirts off and everything. Still has wearing pants, but no shoes. How much chest hair are we talking about here? It's a, it's a good amount. Good force? Not like like covered, but like a, it's it's definitely like that's probably the most like cleanest part. So like on a scale like, of like like Ryan Reynolds to Hugh Jackman mode grass Ooh, to force. Probably yes, right in between. <laughs> All right. Okay. I can dig this. Wearing a still the the shot hat. <laughs> so has his hat on. Yeah. <laughs> Never take off your hat. Curious choice. Um, gonna Curious? See something you like? <laughs> uh, there's a... So I found a box, and it turns out it turns into a tent. But uh, the tent's bigger on the inside. All right. Uh, how much have you been drinking? Not enough. Well, let's fix that. Be- be- uh, because because I don't. So I'm gonna just let's do an inside check on this. I ain't gonna fall for his pranks. Seventeen. He's telling the truth. Yeah, I'm telling the truth. You mean like you get smaller when you walk inside of it? Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna heard of this kind of thing. That's just gonna walk in and uh, is it is the tent still up? Yeah, so. he's gonna open the door and stick his head in. Who are you? Who are you? This is 
This is my master's chambers. I didn't, and who how, are you? I, I said, who are you? Who am I? That, that kind of, I, yeah. I am Boris Steele. Post his head back out. There's a man named Boris in there. Steele. Is he really small? Pull back in. I send my hand out to him. Dutch Kowalski. And you can kind of just hear him squeaking a little bit as he walks towards the door. And he sets down this uh, like tray that had like two drinks on it. And he puts his hand out. Give him that shake. Yeah. Be right back. <laughs> the, the, the nine hails? What the, what's going on? Well, I'm going to go in there and check it out. But um, I just thought I'd let you guys know. I mean, you could just say, hey. Dutch, can you please? It's not that hard to ask me to move. You don't have to say, I'm going to go in there. I'll step to the side. Okay. Johnny's going to go go inside, too. Yeah. And Boris is just kind of like standing back, staring at all three of you. Um, Do you work for my master? Who's your master? Undivar. Undivar, yes, we work for him. He told, he gave this to us. Are you are you sure? Yes, he is a little he's, bit. Let me let me check my hold notes. On, hold on, he's a little let bit. Me, he's let me check my notes right now. He trusted. Please us sit down life. over here. Thank you. And he just like kind of walks over to the bookshelf <laughs> and he's down. like looking at the notes. And he's like, no, he has not given us any. Uh, uh, he didn't tell me any guests were coming because it's, it's on the DL right now. Don't keep your voice down. Why do I need to be quiet in my own home? Uh, his Zodiac. Who is this guy? His name is I am Boris, Boris Steele. Nice to meet you. Uh, don't you don't you recognize your master? I am your master. No, you are not my master. Of course I'm your master. No, you are not my master. Don't you know that your master is capable of many great things? Greater than how you look. This is a disguise. <laughs> no. It is not. <laughs> he just, like, touches you. You are a dragonborn. Brass. Yeah, and earlier I was your master. What race and sexual orientation is my master? Whatever he well, pleases. You said, you said he was a male. I did not say this. You said, yes, he no, was a male. I gave you, you my master's he. name. You said he. Are you sure? I'm 100% positive. Maybe I did. And I know dang well I can be whatever I want to be because I'm your master. But you didn't answer the other question. I don't have to answer your questions. I'm your master. I don't have time for this. I need to clean. That's right. If you you want to sit down, you can. I do. Not because you told me to. What is your name? (laughs) Unvuk. <laughs> no, it is not. Your real name. Oh, uh, my name's Johnny. Hi. Hi. I'm, I mean, I'm Boris Steele. Nice to meet you, Johnny. Ah, oh, dang, you got me, guys. And the other two? Your yeah. name? I'm Zediac. Nice to meet you, Zediac. I am Boris Steele. What's your surname? Hmm? Surname. Breathy. Breathy? Like you take my breathy away? <laughs> How long that have you is been... a funny joke. <laughs> How long have you been sitting on that? Probably the .5 seconds after you told me. Oh, it's okay. I've been thinking of that one for like months now. Okay. How come you don't... I do not have breath. I am a warforged. What's that? How come you don't mention that your surname to anyone when you they ask for your name? It's not important. Meh. A man who does not think he is important is odd. Right? That's what I'm saying. He just has some self-purpose, and I thought we got through that thick chrome dome of his. Sit down. Let me get some drinks. Uh, don't tell me what to do. Wait, Wait, Zediac, what if you introduced yourself with a rank instead of your surname? Like Captain Zediac. Be Neville Captain. Let's be honest. Lieutenant. Lieutenant Zediac. Um, okay, Private Zediac. Wow, okay. Double Private. Enlisted. <clears throat> First class. Conscripted. <laughs> Scouted. 
Consider eight. Boris walks back in from potential one of the small infantry. arcs with a tray of drinks. Would you like a drink? What is it? Militia. What would you like it to be? That is that what? You already poured it. Just what is it? It's a drink. What is it? Be what specific. would you like? I would like to pour this on you if you don't tell me what it is. He puts his hand on it. It is whiskey. Insight check. Ten. Pick it up and I'll smell it. It has a faint whiskey smell to it. What is it like a cup or? It's like a glass. I'll take a sip. So you take a sip. I'll take a sip. And you think that some of the oil might have came out of his arm a little bit when he was pouring it. <laughs> Tastes a little, little like. Uh, and I'll down the rest. <laughs> yeah, it's got this weird kind of syrupy feel to it, just like well, mom it, used to it, make. It, it would it would catch on fire probably, <laughs> just like mom used to make. <laughs> uh, I like dragon's milk. And he hands you a cup. I look in the cup. What do I see? You see a drink. <laughs> I'll take a sip. Tastes like water. I'm going to spit it right back out. <laughs> I'm guessing just from the get, get up you have, some sort of butler, servant. I am free. I work for my master because so you're he butler, gives... So you're Well, I guess you could call me that. Okay, buddy. Where, where did you find the box? Point over to Zodiac. I found it in another box. That box was inside of another box. Interesting. And believe, you might want to sit down, that box was inside another box. Well, technically that box, that last box was a room, which is basically just a large box with doors. And that room was inside of a ship. (laughs) Which is technically a bigger box. (laughs) And then that ship was inside of a garage. (laughs) We didn't find it when it was in the garage, but it was there at one point. Very interesting. Well, is there anything I could do to help you? Or is I will ju- get back to work. Is it just you in here? It is just me. Tell us about your master. Well, he is a very kind man, very powerful. He is a leader in the north. We were actually flying on a zephyr, I think is what they called. And uh, he was going to speak with great leaders. But it has been some time. What was his full name again? His name is Undavar the Crane. I want to do a uh, history check, see if I've ever heard that name before. Okay. Um... Eighteen plus eighteen. Eighteen. <laughs> Thirty-six. <laughs> I have, he has traveled a while, so he... it sounds like a name you heard of from council people from Laredra. Maybe someone you've heard of from your sister. Would I know what? Like, just I only heard of the name. Only heard of the name. No physical descriptions or anything. You have a good good guess that he is full elf. Any sub-race of elf? Just straight up elf? Straight up elf. High elf. Alright. Nobility. Yeah, that's <laughs> what you would know. Would I happen to know if he's still alive? Well, Boris still thinks he's still alive. Yeah. But he's pretty sure I know my knowledge of hearing his name, but I've heard that he is a past deceased, like in the past of history, or Mm -hmm. is he still out about doing his thing? He disappeared. Okay. And no one's really seen it. When the world needed him most. But you would assume that Boris has been with him when he disappeared from Laredra. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Oh, yeah. Cool. Anyway, uh, so... Why do you ask who my master is? curious. Oh. He asked for our name, so I'm going to ask his name. Makes sense, right? 
Have you not heard of the great, famous Dutch Kowalski? No, I have not. Good, because I don't want my name out there. Okay. I want the business out there, not my name. All right. Noted. So, uh, why do you look like that? I was built by my master. Rito. How? Magic, I suppose. Might if I take a look at you? Just inspect you. See if you need a little tune-up. Are you one of those inspector gadgets? <laughs> uh, I, I know how to tinker with some things. I guess a little bit. Within reason. Yeah. Just want to do a little of a... Just kidding. You haven't even touched me yet. Yeah. What do you want to know? I mean, I just said I'm going to look at you. So, like, when's the last time you've been upgraded, or... Do you like what you see? All right, I'm going to go back in my suite. Uh, this one could uh, suck one tonight. Uh, have fun. He's going to slowly back out of the room. Dutch does I... not like jokes. I haven't seen no, him get really that uncomfortable doesn't. before. That was kind of... That was, that was good. Do you mind if we look around? <laughs> that was good. <laughs> yes, that is totally fine with me. Okay. Thank you. And, uh... Well, let's look around his tent. Yeah. yeah. I, would, I would like to, um... Kind of case out some of the rooms and see if there's any type of... Like, alchemical-type room. Mm-hmm. So, you... Roll a perception for me. Okay. Would it be investigation? Or investigation. Whatever you like. I would do If there's a bathroom, and if it looks like it's being used. I want to know if he poops. 24. So you kind of go and look through the top four rooms in the top and the two in the bottom. And every door you open, it's just black space. Ah. I don't like that. Hmm. What are you looking for, Zodiac? Um, I'm looking to see if your master had a room to work with alchemical substances. Ah, yes. Ah. It's that door right there to the left of you. Insight check. Okay. We have some trust issues, don't we? Uh, That's not very good. That's a 16. You trust him. Great. So you walk over to the door. Hey Johnny, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through here real quick. What's in there? Supposedly alchemy. Have you found a bathroom? It would probably be through this door. Let's go look. Okay, so I'm gonna go through the door. So you open the door again. And a alchemy lab appears. Okay. All right. This this is a magical box. You are standing in a palm-sized magical box. Can you believe that, Sadiac? I can't, really. This is a new experience for me. Well, please enjoy. Try not to knock anything over. Oh, I won't. Um, I'd like to look around and I'll look over to Johnny see if you can find some type of like storeroom or bathroom if you have to but like storeroom something where he might keep important items hey do you have like a storeroom where you keep important items okay I I was gonna leave him for that and then I'm gonna go look through this room and see what I can find say that to Boris yeah he seems trustworthy. Um, why do you need important items? I want to put something important in there. Roll a... Uh, uh, if I come up with an item that's on my person, can it be persuasion? Oh, yeah, oh. you can roll persuasion, Jack. I'll, I'll pull out from the bag of holding. I'll pull out the black orb. 
and I'll hand it to to Johnny. So here, here, Johnny, you can you can put that in there. Oh yeah. Twenty-two. <clears throat> Natural twenty. Are you sure you have an important item? I'm gonna like pull open my armor and pull out my journal where I log my song ideas. This is the most important thing that I own. Well, I can put it there for you. Can put I it go? on the tray, please. I, if you touch it, it it has magical defenses. You don't want to see what happens if somebody else touches it. What happens when you touch the book? You don't want to know. And Boris grabs the book out of your hand, stares at it. Magic mouth on it, pops open and starts yelling at him. <laughs> and he throws it. Hey, this is Johnny's journal. What are you doing with it? He told me to put it in a safe place. Um, I'm sorry about that, but um, it does that if anybody else touches it. It's a pretty uh, effective defense mechanism. It's pretty annoying. Well, I guess I'll... Uh, you can do it. And he opens the door. He opens a door, and this is like a, a storeroom. So what do you want to do in the storeroom, Johnny? I want to just kind of walk around, see what's there, see if this is kind of like a room of requirement, just odds and ends, or if it's organized or what. Everything is pristine organized. There's Uh-oh. no dust on anything. Well, we can't be having that now, can we? <laughs> Are things labeled? Everything is labeled. <laughs> All right, I'll start. Are there Alphabetically. Any, is there any interesting labels color. that I notice? Zedek um, didn't really tell me what to look for. He just told me to go look. That is true. I left it up to Johnny's judgment. And Mistake number 10. Well, I think we could... Uh, we'll roll a percentile die to see... <laughs> if you magic, find anything of interest. Box. It's like a loot crate. What's the box? You do not see anything that catches your eye. That's too bad. All right. So I see everything's labeled alphabetically. Mm-hmm. Let's see. That's because Johnny can't read. <laughs> <laughs> um, journal. No songs. No. Um, priceless. Priceless information. I'm going to go find a drawer for P. Okay. So you go to the shelf with the symbol for P. And uh, there's random scrolls just sitting on this. Is there room to put my journal in? There, there? is. How much room? Uh, enough? Yeah, enough room. To I'm going to pick a bunch slide. of the scrolls. I'm going to like lift the scrolls up and tuck my journal under them. Okay. And then put them back down. And then see, oh, well, that kind of leaves a lump. And then I'm going to go over to a different shelf, find more scrolls, and like make a pyramid so it looks like there's nothing under there. All right. And Zodiac. In the alchemy room. Yes. Looking for either potions or things like that. All right. You guys roll too loud. Let me drop this bomb of ice. You find some greater healing potions. Woo! There we go. You find two. Two greater healing potions, all for me. Sitting on a personal desk. Nobody else is here. Dutch. Wanted to go away. You're showing your true colors. I'm not. <laughs> and not my character and my character was always accused of stealing. Well, because he's a pirate. And Zediac, what's your passive perception? <laughs> I hate you all. <laughs> passive perception is whoa. Eighteen. So as you start to put those in your bag, you notice on a shelf to your left, something kind of moves and you see a little bit of like glitter dust kind of go in the air. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. And all of a sudden you see this little head poke out. Shoot. And she just kind of waves her little finger at you. Making kind of a, a a little frown, like you shouldn't take that. I will replace the healing potions with 
two bottles of the mush mush potion from the gnomes and i will just look at the face and say it's a trade and she just kind of looks like questioning and she kind of shrugs and goes back behind the jars i'm getting out of there i'm gonna walk out (laughs) yeah so you walk out back into the top of the stairwell and you shut the door we flash to two prison cells particularly one filled with two characters that uh, mm-hmm. almost died involuntarily by their own party members <coughs> nobody knows <laughs> the it's been like 15 minutes <laughs> nobody knows copyright we don't do that <laughs> <laughs> Gerg is that is that and still Cal are just singing <laughs> songs. You can sing House of the Rising Sun. How's that? You guys hear uh, giant footsteps coming in. Oh, Careful, he, he's a sprinter. Stand in the middle, and he just kind of starts dumping a bunch of like, kind of leftover food in the middle of the uh almost like it almost was like a gladiator pit mm-hmm. with the with the cells around it and he's like food and then he walks out and you start to see no magical difference on the gates but you start to see some of the families that were uh jailed there start to walk out to get food to the middle They're not—they're not just disappearing. No. Okay. Just um, evaporating into the walls. My singing stops. I cautiously try to reach my hand through the. Were, were there bars, or was it just kind of like there was a magical? This is like magical bars, yeah. So there are. Okay, so I try to like reach through them to see yeah. if like I go. Bzz. Yeah. No. They're like ethereal, but they kind of just like dissipate when he puts the food out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. You hungry? Then I run to the food. <laughs> All right. Sprint. So, Garg. You've been throwing up this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Garg sprints to get to the food. You go to grab what looks like a, a loaf of bread. And right before you grab it, you get hit with a uh, rock right on your hand. And you look up, and it's the naked man from the cell across the way. Still naked? Holding his loincloth as a sling. (laughs) And he goes, that one's mine. Mm. Took a play at that game. I start taking my pants off. (laughs) (laughs) Because nobody wants to fight a crazy person. (laughs) You want a fan? I'm swinging my pants around my head. He knows how to use a swing. <laughs> Do it. What's his reaction? He just, For the audience at home, I have a die in my hand and it's ready to go. He uh, he just starts chuckling. He's laughing. He's like, <laughs> you look crazy. So, um, there's plenty of food. There's plenty of food. Okay. So what I do is being an asshole. I grab the bread for him and then I grab some for myself. Okay. Pants are still off. (laughs) And I walk over to his cell to bring him the food. He takes his loincloth and puts it back on before receiving the bread. Oh, that kind of conversation. Okay. (laughs) Pants back on. (laughs) Here you go. What's a bread? It's a bread. Thank you. Does he try to reach out for it? Thank you. I pull it back. (laughs) As you go to pull it back, he kicks you on your shoulders down to the ground. (laughs) Look up my loincloth, huh? You like? Give me my bread. Mm. I have not showered in a long time. Shaking around. (laughs) And he takes the bread and he walks back into the corner in the dark. Take your stuff. 
think of it. I this hope it's stale. Unlike your other parts. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> We're getting this close. And he just starts like being a weirdo. Just, oh, he oh, starts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was perfectly What are you talking yeah. about? With Garg he had to involved. match Garg's in- <laughs> involvement of weird. He had to up the game. Uh-huh. So. Mm. And he's just like staring at you guys super weird the whole uh, time. Making friends over there, Garg? God, I mean, I know that you are a little partial to this, but I think this guy is on something. He's on the, the leftover mushrooms. That's what he's on. Did you sneak him some? No, it wasn't me. He pats himself down. Hey! Hey, you! Where'd you get your stuff? <laughs> you see he's, like, done eating his bread, and he's just, like, dancing. He's putting his elbows and hands up in the air really high, like, crab dancing, just like... <laughs> just like... This guy must be friends with the Wabberjack. <laughs> He, he definitely knows how to have a good time. What? Uh, <clears throat> what's your name? <clears throat> nice to meet you. My name? Yeah. <clears throat> Allow me to introduce myself. I am Undava the Crane. Undava. I am Kaldun Earth Tremor. Pleasure. And that's Karg. Escog. I Gag see. You guys are trying to cast magic. <clears throat> well, I was, and then my friend was, and then I almost died. Oh, 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 oh! I love magic, but not here. Even after the cell? Mm. Try. Let me stand back here. Okay. Okay. Mm. Nothing happened. Oh, uh, you casted Poison Cloud, actually. <laughs> I don't get it. And you see Cal like, try to waft away the fart smell. <laughs> Speaking of which. I have not figured out how to get out of here. Well, uh, <clears throat> hopefully, if my friend doesn't kill me, uh, we should be getting out of here. And we should be, hopefully. Uh, able to uh, get everyone out of here. Right. Hopefully. Mm. Interesting. Do you know your way around a scuffle at all? You said you'd like magic? Yes. I once was a very powerful wizard. He's <laughs> just like scratching his head, just like <laughs> tweaking out. <laughs> I swear. Once, uh, are you not a powerful wizard anymore? I think he's been here for a hot minute. I think I... <laughs> I could figure it out. I just need my books. I need my books. <clears throat> where where I, are your books? I need my books. I... I... I think he needs his books. Books? <clears throat> I don't know what use they are. Just pieces of paper. Good for kindling. Ah. Can Garg read? Will be a good thing to figure out in the future. Uh, do you know where your books are kept, or I don't? I've been here a long time. How much time is a long time? Mm-hmm. Is it more than uh, many, 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 many sleepless nights? Fifteen years. That, that is quite a long time. Oh, he's been here long. I've been alive. Same loincloth. <laughs> no. That's why it's looking a little shorter. What? <laughs> There's been a lot of talk about this loincloth. Loincloths, man. It's all I have. It's, it's the best kind of cloth. All I know is Jesus. the giant comes in, drops the food, and he leaves. I've seen people try to sneak out. But have you ever fought a frost giant? With nothing? Define nothing. No weapons? No magic? No magic? No, 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 not that any magic, no. <clears throat> no mm. weapons, yeah. 
I would imagine. But, my friends, they have weapons. Friends? Yeah. Well. Many friends? Uh, there's a few. Yeah. They're, uh, they're there. Uh, that friendly Jaegers. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard. Yeah. I'm actually just a, uh, <clears throat> a t- a, uh, inductee, a, uh, Temp, like a, an intern, <laughs> an intern, a uh, honorary member right now. I'm not a full member of the Friendly Acres, but... Uh, well done. I'm hoping with this... <laughs> uh, the exact reaction. I'm uh, hoping with this mission, I'll uh, finally be able to move up the ranks and uh, reach full member. Wow. <gasps> Gold card. It's been a boring decade for Cal. <laughs> <laughs> He's so excited. <laughs> It's the first people he's talked to it. That's my first gang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know uh, things are things are looking up, except for the you know the whole world ending thing. Mm. When the, when when does the giant return? Tomorrow. Oh, we have a whole day out here. Ah. <sighs> oh. Wait. So. So there's food. We're out of our cages. What forces us back in? What does force us back in? Death. Death? Yes, the giant. Uh, That's his name? What an odd name. It's a giant. I didn't ask his name. If we were to go to the room adjacent to this room, would we be able to use magic? We could find out. You could try. Well, I'm going to go join the other cells, because, you know, why not? (laughs) What do you care? What do you want to do? Well, I'm just uh, Hmm. trying to think of some stuff. Well, I got a plan. If we... Next time that Zan comes in, I'm going to teach him a thing or two. He is a giant slayer. Mm Mm-hmm. It's in my name. Giant Slayer. God, the Giant Slayer. This is a promise. And he starts dancing around. (laughs) He goes up, grabs you by your shoulders, and he's on his knees, and he squeezes you really tight. (laughs) Maybe we can get out. Stick it, Ben. Stick it, Ben. (laughs) You hear the the big door... As the uh, giant kind of looks through the slide and he's like telling everyone to kind of like break up. Scatter. No touching. And Undivar is uh, like. Six feet apart. Yeah. He's like, we can't. I guess we can make him come in now. Have we had I think you're pissing him off. Or short rest or anything since. No. Nope. Nope. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think uh, we should at least wait. Uh, a day just so uh I've been waiting 15 years that's nothing for an elf I've been waiting for the past like 40 minutes I'm so tired they took uh, all your like yeah components and everything I'm, yeah oh. <laughs> do I still have my sling at well, least typically druids don't need components right they just need oh, you still material components for I, I need some things but I can still do some stuff do some stuff we can always do some stuff. What are you thinking? Well, uh, <clears throat> if we could uh, get into the next room and cast magic, we would have a much better chance of uh, escaping. Well, um, so you're saying we just need to break the door barrier, get past the barrier with the giant. Yeah. And you can do magic. I could do some magic. How high is the um the little slider peephole slider thing in the door? How far? It's like thirty feet up. Thirty. Feet? We could do that. <laughs> there's you're, you're not okay. even four feet tall. Yeah, but there's like more than thirty halflings in there. Just make a human ladder. He opens the door. <laughs> Half ladder. <laughs> Wait, get this trench coat right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go to the movie theaters. Buy one ticket. <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. Uh, but then, uh, <clears throat> if we want to try to, like, uh, surprise him or blind him, uh, when he opens up the slider to peek in, it could cast magic and blast his eyes out with radiant damage. Cut back to Dutch and Johnny. It's like, man, I can't wait until we go get them again. <laughs> <laughs> This is crazy. You'd be blinded by the light. I like. Yeah. So. Yeah. He's down for this plan. (laughs) So we're going to sneak up the slider, poke the giant in the eye, open the door with magic, and Bob's your uncle. We've escaped. (laughs) Bob's your uncle. Sorry. Dutch is your uncle. Dutch is your uncle, yeah. <laughs> Dutch is your uncle. Dutch is your uncle. Dutch your uncle. Dutch your uncle, don't you know? But uh, again, uh, we should wait till tomorrow. Okay. So I go over to the halflings and yes. lay the plan. They are kind of iffy, but they want an opportunity to be free. And they're worth sacrificing some of them to make this happen. So you're going to get like 40 people killed. <laughs> For the sake of submission, I will do it. As long as it's not me. I wouldn't ask you to do anything I wouldn't do. <laughs> commit suicide. <laughs> Can't be a pussy your whole life. All right. <laughs> there went our sponsorship. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So... A night goes by. As night. You have rested. Cool. Hey, we're back to full health. Yeah, at the bomb. Don't send any messages, please. <laughs> Johnny's got all his messages back. <laughs> I better uh, check on them. Multiple times to make sure they're okay. They're not responding. I don't know if you're going to check back with us, but I basically left the... Yeah, yeah. The, I wasn't going to sleep in the We're level tent. 10, right? Yes. I am, at least. Yeah. I don't know about you guys. I don't, I'm, I'm over 20. What are you guys talking I'm about? Bonus Unlimited wild shapes. Wise <laughs> so, similar fashion. He comes out, brings the next day's food, drops it, gates open again. He goes and stands guard behind the door. You now have the opportunity to gather the prisoners to stack them at the door. What time is it in the day? It's like 10 in the morning, 11. So, it's like lunchtime. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, let's, just, let's just let this yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. We're not there. <laughs> team team building. Gag. This is team building. <laughs> the team building. Both of the team. <laughs> <laughs> to build up the rest <laughs> of the tea. Success often requires sacrifice. Yes, and let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> You want the average party right. strength to go up. Okay. So we <laughs> have created so kind the of... the people you're wanting to sacrifice will stack on the bottom. <laughs> and you we'll and Cal start to climb them. Mm-hmm. So we get to the top and we're... I imagine we eventually manage to scurry our way to the very top. Yeah. Like they formed a pyramid. And it's still... The slider's closed, though. Yeah, and Undivar is on the bottom just like... <laughs> Just like super excited, he's not a part of the pyramid. So, alrighty, I, I, I look at Cal, pass it out. He's like, Wah! just a little bit, <laughs> little turtle head. <laughs> the louder so. he screams, the more. <laughs> I knock on the slider. And the frost giant opens the slider and sees Garg and Cal standing pyramid style, staring into the bars. What do you do? I give him a little poof. No, I jump at his face. <laughs> I was like, just punch him. I jump at his whoa, face whoa, and like whoa, to whoa, grab onto his nose. And, and then uh, as uh, as soon as he jumps, and once he's like kind of like in front of Cal, Cal's gonna uh, cast Firebolt to. Hopefully, cause the radiant explosion to launch him forward even more into the giant. Okay. 
So since you are half in the barrier, half out, it will trigger the radiant damage happening. Yeah. And your spell hitting him as well. Okay. So, but the radiant damage is first. <laughs> the radiant damage. Let me have my fun first. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part of being a DM, inflicting a sheer Wait, amount of pain. Oh, it was it eight d six or six? It's six. Hold okay. on, one second. Did it? If it was triggered, did it cancel the spell though? He's he's half in, half out. He's half, half in, half out. Physics. I don't think that's how magic physics work, but it's also magic physics, so I'm not gonna question. It's it. also magic physics. His hand is out, but yeah. the spell is really through his body. I don't know why you're worried about it. I mean, it's, it's, it's not it's, us. We're, we're, we're going go so I mean, I'm not worried about it at all. Are, are we, we going to rescue him? Yeah, we're gonna go pick them up in the morning. That's what's planned. Yeah, so as we're leaving, you guys are coming to get, get us. So after our breakfast, of course. I mean, the <laughs> only honorary members: Cal, Garg, five innocent halflings, <laughs> and the. Frost Giant, take 26 radiant damage. Cool. Plus the... So, I was checking my spells to see which ones just had verbal and somatic components. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be doing uh, Scorching Ray. Okay. You can't do Firebolt? Can't do Fireball. I can do Firebolt. I can't oh. do Fireball. Okay. But Scorching Ray. Please yep. don't do Fireball while I'm on the giant's <laughs> face. <laughs> Seeing as how you expressly said you're using this spell to push him forward... Yeah, well, no, 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 no. I was using the Radiant Explosion. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you said you were using Fireballs. So I was like, oh, you're going to shoot him in the back? <laughs> yeah, right up Main Street. <laughs> uh, we'll do... We'll do... We'll just do second level, so that's three beams. Better than it be called Broadway. <laughs> so wait, how much damage again? 26. 26. Mm-hmm. That's some math. That's math. Uh, two probably hit. Um, he's, he's rolling for attacks. So let's see. He's rolling damage with 20. Oh, okay. yeah. Not uh, we have a 14, a 22, and a 25. The 20s hit. Okay. So that's 46. Ooh. And that one becomes a 2 because of Elemental Adept. So that's 2, 4, 8, uh, 13. 13. Points so of fire damage. You hit him for 13 points of fire damage, and with the radiant blast kind of going through the the steel bars, he goes to quickly open the door as the spell hits, mm-hmm. and he breaks the door open and falls on his back, prone, as the door breaks Garg. open. On his face. <laughs> on his eyeball. Yeah, and Garg, you are now on top of a prone frost giant on his face. Oh, yeah. As you were skinny enough to fit through the bars. Yeah. <laughs> Cal, no. Y'all Cal- remember that scene in Ender's Game where he crawls through the eyeball? Oh, and yeah. I don't want to see Ender's With nope. the giant? Or was All it? Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. When he's trying to figure he's out going how to in. the giant. Yeah. I crawl in his eyeball. into the giant's nose. Oh, I mean, I'm pretty sure he would fit. <laughs> yeah. He's a little booger. Yeah. <laughs> so you get inside of I'm his nose. Pull those nose hairs. <laughs> I don't even know how to do on our oh, that's, that's that's like, I'm just going like to start damage. ripping at his <laughs> yeah. nose hair. Okay. So I start ripping at his nose hair. All right. Ah, that's so. unethical. <laughs> yeah, that's where we draw the line. Yeah. yeah. And uh, send Ant-Man in. Yeah. yeah and then up the butt. Up the butt <laughs> yeah, do that. Go in him, turn into a T-Rex. <laughs> Do it. Turn it into a two. I right. need material. So, I need you to roll a strength check. <laughs> no. Hey. Against nose hair? Shirt. I have wild shape. Not against the nose hair about what's about oh, to happen. No. You're going to blow you out. Do I have. Oh, I do have advance on strength checks. Hopefully, you're a fighter. But it's so ridiculous. It just might be. <laughs> 21. 21. Like a little sparrow go all the way up. So, you. See, he goes and puts his hand on his other nostril, and he blows. And you go to grip grip onto the hair of his nose, but it pulls out as you blast back, and you hit the wall in the hallway. You take two points of blunt damage as you boom as you fall. How much hair do I got in my hand? You got like two big old ropes. One size of you because they're like ropes. Yeah. Yeah. This is disgusting. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> D 
D&D, everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Andavar comes out. <laughs> he, like, runs out. And he just books it. <laughs> he's just, like, running half naked down the hall. Imagine he runs just... right across, like, the eyelids over the eyes. <laughs> Let's one out. <laughs> <laughs> the one that was Prairie Dog in the <laughs> Alright. And you see that uh, the halflings and the dwarf that was in there are kind of like standing at the door, like, like waiting for you to tell what to do. Because this giant's not dead. He's just like, he's, dis, he's disorganized. You know, He's probably of, sneezing a lot because yeah, he just has yeah, yeah. nose hairs ripped out. <laughs> Go for the eyes and ears. So, all of these halflings and dwarf swarm this frost giant as he's laying on the ground and they just start like assaulting him. <laughs> it's like a bunch of ants like oh yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, that yeah. one small ant. <laughs> one Jane High movie where they like the little people just yeah. throw ropes over the person. Yeah. They just grab like what Gulliver's keys they have on them and they start like hitting him and, yeah. and like to stab him mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of them make a break for it. Some of them don't make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously <laughs> so a giant just, <laughs> just can crush Crush people with their uh, hands. Can uh, Kel cast Primal Savagery? Uh, it's it's a cantrip. It does acid damage. Yeah. And he wants to just... Uh, he can either make it his like uh, claws or teeth. And he's just going to like try to s- slice the yeah. eyes open. Yeah, oh. do it. Oh. <laughs> I like to imagine that this giant is just holding his eye open. I can't blink! Uh, 22. That hits. That's a lot. Of- yeah, uh, that's uh, two D. Wait, do we go up? No, next level. Two D ten. It goes up to three D ten. There's a cantrip. If it's where did, I, where did, I can't see that one. It's a three. So eleven points of uh, acid damage in his eye. Yes. So you hit him for eleven points of acid damage, and he is sight impaired, and he is just holding his face, screaming. <laughs> While and there's like a got, squatted halfling yeah, in his yeah. hands. You guys are oh, able no. to make a break for it. Poor halflings. Uh, uh, Kel's gonna uh, wild shape into something that could carry a bunch of things. Who knows? Um, let's see. It's a large beast that could wild shape into... T-Rex. Elk. Um, I could do Daco. Large. I'm gonna do a giant vulture. Try a chupacabra. Chupacabra. <laughs> uh, chupa what? A chupa, chupa thingy. thingy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, a giant vulture, and he's gonna pick up uh Garg and as many people as he can, and um, so two. Uh, the crane as well, and. Try to, irony. yeah. Uh, try to zip for the next doorway or something. Yeah. So or a window. You totally know where you're going. Yeah. You load up the remaining survivors, and you make a break for it down the hallway. Sixty minutes. You you guys are around the corner, out of sight. We go back to the frost giant that is laying, holding his eyes, screaming in pain. And you see uh, this kind of black sludge that was in the floor uh, when you destroyed the gargoyles come up again and kind of melt on top of him and take its life as he lays there lifeless. We'll see you next week. Oh, wait. If you'd like to know more, follow us on Facebook or Instagram at the Sleight of Hand Podcast and on Twitter at the Sleight of Hand PC. Or write a review on iTunes. We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to contact us, our email is thesleightofhandpodcast.gmail.com. All content is created and owned by the Sleight of Hand Podcast. All artwork created for podcasts are illustrated by Deco on Instagram at onebluewolf underscore ad or www.artstation.com slash onebluewolf. Rules as played are based on D&D 5th edition mechanics. Stay rad and happy gaming.